Hello and welcome to the final episode of Vibrant Lives podcast for 2021. Thank you so much to all of you who have taken the time to listen to my podcast this year. I hope you found some valuable advice in there from some of my guests. I had intended to limit the references to coronavirus. It's all over the news and I don't think I can add anything new to the conversation. However, here in South Australia, it almost felt like it was happening everywhere else and we were a bit incubated from it. But my son, he's 20, caught COVID-19 at a party, as did a lot of his friends. So we spent Christmas in isolation. Given that my son was not too unwell, he has had his two vaccinations. There were actually some silver linings. It was a really relaxed, totally stress-free Christmas day, and I loved it. So 2021 has been a busy year for me. On a personal note, my middle daughter completed her final year of high school. And as many parents know, this is a demanding year, but but she did well and was accepted into the course that she wants to do. So well done, Eva. I raced the Cairns Half Ironman or 70.3 for the second time and I beat my previous time by 18 minutes. So I was pretty happy with that. I also ran the Eurobilla Ultra Marathon, which is a 56-kilometer uh, race winding through the beautiful trails in the Adelaide Hills. I was one minute slower than my last time, but I was so happy to be out there and the conditions on the day were absolutely perfect. On a work note, I continue to toil away at producing my podcast, and as you've hopefully noticed, I've rebranded it from Amanda's Wellbeing Podcast to Vibrant Lives podcast, which I think is more reflective of what I'm trying to achieve, and that is to help listeners live fulfilling, energized and vibrant lives through garnering health tips and knowledge from my expert guests. I also launched a new website designed by Clever Fox Creative, so check it out at www.vibrantlivespodcast.com. Overall, I recorded 34 podcasts, seven of which were my five-minute food fact episodes and 27 were expert interviews. I thought it might be interesting to let you know the top five in terms of downloads. So coming in at number five was episode 78 with Erin Nimi Longhurst. Erin is a British-Japanese author of beautiful books, Omiyari and Japanisme, and she shared her insights into aspects of Japanese culture that bring contentment and good health, for example, wabi-sabi, which means to appreciate the transient nature of life. I love this episode because I'm such a fan of Japanese culture, food and design and always want to learn more about it. The fourth most popular was Dr. Martin Gabala, episode 78. He's a professor of human movement at McMaster's University in Canada, and he's done some pioneering research into time-efficient exercise and has shown that brief, intense bouts of physical exercise that he's coined exercise snacks can improve your fitness. So high-intensity interval training works, even if the bouts of intensity are quite short. So even if you know that, It's fascinating to hear the science behind why. The third most popular was Dr. Robert Ailey, episode 80. He's a public health physician and a specialist in addiction medicine. Dr. Ailey and I discussed the health impacts of alcohol, both in the short and the long term. Our discussion ranged over many important issues, 
including how to recognize if someone that you care about has a problematic relationship with alcohol and where to seek help. If you're a parent with teenage children, I highly recommend this episode. Knowing the facts about alcohol is important and, I'm going to say it, sobering. The second most popular was Dr. Jane Chalmers, episode 72. She's an expert in pelvic pain in both men and women and also in period pain. So she talked about the various causes of pelvic pain, about raising awareness about this rarely discussed condition, and we topped it off or finished it off with a discussion about the science of the female orgasm. And the most popular episode was my return guest, the very lovely Lara Casanova, and that was episode 64. She's a counsellor and author, and she spoke about her latest book, Love, Loss and Lessons, which is all about healing from the grief of pet loss. So this must have struck a chord, as so many of us love our pets, and grieving for a pet is often not acknowledged to the extent that it could be. So thank you very much, for Lara, for sharing your compassion and knowledge about pet grief. The two podcasts that I received the most feedback on were um, episode 86 with Tessa Opie. Tessa is the founder and director of In Your Skin. She advocates for healthy consenting relationships and she's well known for taking a sex positive, evidence-based and harm reduction approach to educating young people around sex, sexuality and consent. So this is an area that's traditionally been delivered badly and in a negative light. Tess provides advice to young people and adults alike and is a refreshing, important voice in this space. Numerous people contacted me after this episode and said they found it helpful because of the frank discussion that Tess and I had and the practical advice that she offered. The other one was episode 82 with Tanya Bottomley. Tanya generously shared her moving story of escaping from a violent relationship and how taking up ultra running helped her recover because it provided her with freedom, with agency and helped her build her confidence. So Tanya is an advocate for raising awareness about domestic violence. Her story is distressing, but ultimately it's one of hope and triumph. So on to a few things that I learned. Nutrition is an interesting and constantly evolving area of science, which means that it can appear confusing. The aims of my Eat Well theme podcast are to seek out and learn from experts about nutrition and diet so that you are kept up to date with the science of nutrition and so that we can all improve our ability to disentangle fact from possibly well-intentioned advice that may lack credibility. On this front, I continue to explore the significant role the microbiome plays in our health. Mandy Hall became a household name when she was a contestant on MasterChef Australia in 2019. Mandy is a lover of all things food, and she's especially well known as a fermentation expert. Our knowledge about how fermented foods benefit our microbiome continues to expand, and Mandy shares what she knows around that on that episode. Also, I used the simple sauerkraut recipe Mandy suggested on the podcast, and guess what? It worked. It was delicious, and I am quite proud of my efforts. Scientific researcher Sarah Gauchi talked to us about the relationship between dietary patterns and lifestyle factors and cognitive health. 
So traditional dietary patterns like the Mediterranean, the Nordic and the Okinawan are all associated with better cognitive health as we age. I thought that was really interesting and worth knowing because those diets, I think particularly the Mediterranean, are not that difficult to implement. All the foods are available and there's so much information about those diets around. If you love nuts as I do, you'll enjoy the episode with Professor Alison Coates where she shared what her research has shown us about the health benefits of nuts. I also discuss food insecurity and the effective solution being provided by social enterprise, the community grocer, in some areas of Melbourne. If you're looking for some inspiration to get yourself moving, perhaps it might be a New Year's resolution for 2022, then these episodes are right on point. Nick Muxlow is a running coach and author, and he drills down on how to become a better runner including how to avoid common running mistakes and how to train smarter. If running is not your vibe, how about cycling? Former road cycling champion Kristen Lewis discussed his career in cycling and the benefits of indoor spin classes using smart spin bikes. These are really excellent for those who don't want to brave the roads and these sessions are high-intensity interval training, so HIIT style, and as I mentioned, Dr. Martin Gabala brings us all the latest scientific research on HIIT training and its effectiveness. If you want to learn about avoiding or recovering from injury, you can tune into the episodes with chiropractor and ultra runner Dr. Russell Hanna and podiatrist Tom May, who shines a light on the importance of our often neglected feet. 2021 turned out to be another year impacted by all the stress that comes with living during a pandemic. With this backdrop, looking after our minds continued to be a really popular topic and my guests this year shared their expertise on coping with stress and building good habits to help us achieve our goals, especially our health-related goals. Mind coach David Rahman kicked off the year by talking about how to grow self-confidence. Wellness coach Anna Doctor shared her insights into dealing with stress and overwhelm And behavioural change specialist Dr Heather McKee gave us useful and practical advice on creating healthy habits. It appears that starting small with bite-sized changes is the way to go. This was also a really popular episode and one that I learnt from. I'm using Heather's suggestion to reboot my inconsistent meditation practice by breaking it down into small sessions. If meditation is your thing or you'd like it to be your thing, I do recommend my episode with Alexis Guthridge. She's so interesting. She had this wild, crazy life in Boston as a restaurateur and is now a meditation teacher in Australia. Her life could not look more different from how it used to look. So not only does she tell a great story, but she gives us some really interesting information about meditation and and her approach to it is secular and really accessible to everyone. Especially relevant to living through COVID, neuro-wellbeing writer Jess Lee discusses strategies to accept change and to build resilience and create greater meaning and purpose in our lives. I particularly enjoyed this episode as Jess was really open about her own struggles. I dedicated a few episodes to the healthy ageing of our brain because that is a topic really dear to me. Professor Tim Windsor 
explained his research into how to maintain cognitive health as we age, so it's really important to engage in meaningful activities and to challenge ourselves just to the right degree. There is, as it turns out, a sweet spot of challenge. Also on that topic, I mentioned Sarah Gouchy's research into dietary patterns and cognitive health, and I'd just like to mention that fruit and vegetables are again front runners in helping us to keep our brains healthy. Both Sarah and Tim commented that dietary patterns and behaviours that are good for our hearts are also good for our brains. I love producing Vibrant Lives podcast. I always feel energised by speaking with my amazing, knowledgeable and generous guests. I am overwhelmingly grateful to my podcast guests who have not only shared their stories and expertise, but have trusted me to publish them. Without them, I wouldn't have a podcast. However, I'd be lying if I didn't admit to wondering at times if it's worth it and whether I should go and get a, in quotes, real job. I worked so hard behind the scenes, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, truth be told. And it's clearly going to be a long road to success if success is defined by how many people listen to my podcast. Do people, I wonder, actually benefit from Vibrant Lives podcast? I am, however, reassured that it is quite normal when you try to create something new to have fears and doubts. So onward I'll forge, trying to improve and to bring you the best podcast that I possibly can. I have some exciting plans for next year which will extend beyond simply producing a podcast. I'm working on an innovation to do with women's health. I'm not sure yet exactly how it will look, but let's say it's taking shape behind the scenes and I can't wait to share it with you. So that's the wrap. Thank you all so much for your support. The easiest and best way to support Vibrant Lives podcast is to share it with your friends and to give it a rating on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate that. I'll be back in February 2022 and I look forward to connecting with you then. I wish you all a happy, safe, festive season. Eat well, move well, think well.